time alone with Jesus is so important. I didn't know that you could get married and just have a whole lot uh -huh. of dang fun. When you nurture your marriage, the butterflies, they come back. Men are designed to be givers and women are designed to receive. The woman was the creation finale. Welcome back. Today we're talking about your unique power as a woman. Sometimes it's necessary to reteach a thing its loveliness. That's a quote by Galway Cannell in Fascinating Womanhood. Um, I hope today to reteach you your loveliness in this space. So I want you to press pause, go get something delicious to drink, get a pen and paper, and let me tell you how important you are as a woman. You're going to leave feeling invigorated, excited, pretty and full of ideas to enhance your marriage. And I'm excited for you. So go get comfortable and let's dive in. If you know your natural God-given strengths, then you can develop them further. But sometimes you don't know what you don't know, right? Well, I'm going to tell you today that you have God-given strengths and what they are. Um, if you were born a girl, which I'm sure that that's who's listening. Femininity is your superpower and it is both innate, which means it's God given and it's learned or developed. So you may feel clumsy or boyish, but if God made you a girl, you can uncover your God given strengths with a little bit of knowledge and practice. Feminine beauty is actually both physical and mental what the way a woman looks, but it's also the way a woman thinks and the way she sees the world and responds to the world around her. And honing your God-given feminine power um, is actually the key to a lifelong romantic relationship with your husband. Doesn't that sound wonderful? A lifelong romantic relationship with your husband? Yes, please. So God made us different. He made us different than our husbands and he did it on purpose. And we should delight in highlighting those differences. If we were exactly like our husbands, well, he wouldn't be attracted to us. There would be no need for one of us, right? Um, we are the yin to his yang. Um, we are different on purpose. So don't feel, lose heart if you clumsy or boyish or like you don't have strong feminine qualities. You do. And you will leave today understanding them a little bit better. First, um, women have a different perspective than men. Have you noticed? <laughs> women see the world differently. We are naturally nurturing and empathetic and supportive and bonding. We cannot help ourselves. We are the mothers of the world and we speak a universal language. We like to make sure that everyone around us has enough enough food and drink and that they're comfortable. <laughs> I carry like a week's worth of snacks in my purse at all times and like a gallon of liquid just in case we get stranded or just in case someone's blood sugar drops or whatever. It's just what I do. And if you are a mom, I bet you do too. Our eyes and ears are alert to those around us just in case somebody needs help because we're empathetic. We carry band-aids. Look in your purse. I bet you've got Band-Aids. I know I do. And if you're part of my oily tribe, then you also have a zipper bag full of oils that can do fix any problem. We help strangers. It doesn't matter. We are ready to help any child's skinned knee, scraped elbow, or tummy ache at any time. It doesn't matter if we know them or not. If we are at the same playground and a child gets hurt, hey, 
we're there. We've got it. And it's not strange to the other women because we speak this universal language of nurturing. It's just like, it's what we do. Um, and it doesn't just stop with women to children. One time I was at a ladies event and I was weaning my oldest child. This was many years ago when I was trying to wean my oldest child so that I could get pregnant, was ready for another baby. And I was at this event and had not nursed him in at least 24 hours. My breasts were engorged and I was miserable. So I leaned over to the lady sitting next to me and I said, Hey, do you happen to have a breast pump in your purse? <laughs> I mean, that just made total sense to me. Why wouldn't you have a breast pump? Doesn't everybody have a breast pump? I didn't though, because I was, you know, that didn't occur to me. I was nursing. I was still nursing a baby. I wasn't there yet. She did not have a breast pump. So she leaned over to the lady next to her. Do you have a breast pump? And that question was passed two rows until I got a tap on my shoulder and a woman, a couple rows back, leaned forward and whispered, I've got a breast pump. Meet me in the bathroom. And I have a lifelong friend. <laughs> it's been about 28 years and we are still friends. We bonded in the bathroom while I used her breast pump. And it was not weird to either one of us. It was just a very natural thing. I needed help. She was a woman and she could help me. So that is a woman thing. You're not going to see men doing that type of thing. I recently flew to New York with my daughters, um, most of my daughters. And um, my daughter-in-law, Sydney, she was sitting next to a woman on the plane who had a fussy baby slash toddler in her lap. But the problem was that this woman did not speak a lick of English. Like no matter how loudly they tried to communicate with each other, their words were not, you know, they just, they did not understand each other, but they both understood that the baby needed help. So Sydney pulled out, she opened up her purse and she pulled out her calming essential oil and she motioned how to use it. Then she pointed at the baby with a smile and a nod and the lady shook her head, um, nodded her head yes, and um, put it on the baby. And they they bonded over nurturing this fussy toddler. And it was natural. They trusted each other woman to woman. They both had a common interest of helping um, calm this toddler. That is a feminine nature. We are supportive, meaning we see needs in the community. We see needs around us. We start groups. Women typically volunteer more than men. Um, we will see a problem and start a support group and then run the support group. Um, but even more than that, I cannot tell you how many times over my lifetime as a woman that another friend in need has had an issue and I'd call up several friends or I would be invited to, um, another friend group where we went in and clean a, cleaned a woman's house or cooked her meals or reorganized a room that needed organizing or even painted a room and helped her decorate. We just, we women see needs and no need is too small. We are happy to help and come together with support. It is in our feminine nature to gather and support each other. It's fun and it's beautiful and it's a great way to make friends and to keep them for a lifetime. I actually, I didn't identify this quality as a child, but I have three sisters 
And as a family, we used to go to Luby's periodically on Sunday afternoons after church. And my sisters and I, when we saw an elderly person sitting at a table eating alone, well, oh my goodness, no, loneliness is not going to happen when we're in the room. So my sisters and I, we would go quietly, just go put our plates down at this poor soul's table and eat with them. Now, as an adult, what I realize is, you know, when you're a child, anything older than 30 is ancient. You know, these these elderly people probably were not actually old, number one, and maybe they were just needing some alone time, but they were not going to get alone time if we were at the restaurant. No way, no how. Every single time there was a person sitting alone, my sisters and I would instinctively go sit with them and ask them about their day and create conversation and make sure that they had community and support and felt seen and heard. That wasn't developed or taught. That was innate. That was just something that God put inside of my sisters and me because of we are female. (laughs) And it's funny, but it's also beautiful. We women, we just naturally bond with others. And it's in our nature to want our families to um, get closer through bonding. It's the woman who creates situations um, for bonding. So it's the woman who will um, make dinner and call family, the family around to have a civilized dinner together. It's the woman who will create family time. Rarely does a husband or a man say, let's do family time and then provide an activity. I mean, it's usually the woman creating that situation that will bond the other family members because it's in our feminine nature to want a bond. We were made for community and we tend to create community situations in our families and among our friends and neighborhoods. It's what we do. It's God-given. And if you're not doing this in any way, chances are you feel empty and you feel lost and you feel unfulfilled. Maybe you are super busy in your career and you're like, yeah, no, I never get together with friends and clean anyone's house or decorate someone's family dinner. We don't do organized things as a family together. Um, If that is If that's what you're thinking right now and you're like, that is not my life, I encourage you to press pause on your life. Look at your calendar. Look at what you're spending your time doing because the only thing that actually matters um, are the people, your family first, the people in your life. Um, Work outside of home is not going to bring you fulfillment or leave a lasting legacy like building a strong family will. So God made you to want to create situations that will bond your family members. So make sure you're doing it. Maybe you feel clumsy at it or you do not know where to start. Just start. Just start. Women are delicate in a beautiful and strong way. Now, being delicate is not akin to being weak. It's not. I want you to think of delicacy um, like the delicacy of an egg. An egg has a smooth, hard shell that is strong enough to hold life inside of it. I like the word exquisite. An egg is delicate and exquisite. An egg is strong and important, but it must be handled gently. We can both be delicate and strong without being masculine. So being delicate does not mean that 
you are weak. It does not mean that you will not have strength. It means that you you will have a beautiful strength. Now, an emotionally weak woman is not attractive. So when I mean, you know, you're delicate, you're not emotionally weak. When I say you're strong, that does not mean you don't need a man or your husband to help you with certain things. Learn to understand the balance between being both delicate and strong. So don't be afraid to blush. It's it's darling. It's cute. It's beautiful. Don't be afraid to cry when your emotions are being stirred. There is no weakness in that. It's a mystery to your husband. He's like, what? Why are you crying? He doesn't understand. It's a mystery. You might not even understand. And you know what? Deep down inside, he adores it. He loves that you you have that tenderness that stirs emotion that will cause tears to come to your eyes. You are different than your husband. So don't try to um, push it away or pull yourself up by your bootstraps and never cry. Glory in that difference. It's beautiful. Now, a rotten egg of a woman would be one that cries with a temper tantrum or demands her way with emotional abuse. That is not delicate. Um, That is wicked, actually. So don't be that kind of woman. Your husband will not find it attractive. He wants to find you adorable. And it is adorable when um, you are both tender and emotionally strong yet you allow yourself to blush and to cry when it's appropriate to be moved in different situations. Women have the ability to take ordinary things and to make them extraordinary. I love this quote by Aristotle Onassis. It says, if women did not exist, all the money in the world would have no meaning. Men would be happy trading things and living in tents. Women are the ones that civilize families we teach manners. Um, we are the ones that cause the need for money. Every single man in my family has said that they upgraded their living quarters because they got married or when they got married. They were totally fine living in an undecorated bachelor pad, but then their their delicate, beautiful, adorable wife came into their life and they upgraded their living situation because they have the desire to protect and provide. God put it in men to want to protect and provide for their delicate female counterpart. And it's beautiful. Women are sensitive. Um, God made us to naturally care about others and to have a heightened feeling of awareness. I mean, we typically can walk into a room and read a room like, who has a need? Who needs to be spoken to? Um, Who is hurting? That's I know that that's also a personality type sometimes, but women tend to be more sensitive when it comes to reading a room. I have seen women disregard their femininity just simply because the toddler inside was never tamed. So throwing a fit to get your way is not using your feminine power. It's destroying your marriage. Um, Someone once said, love is the most powerful magic, the most powerful emotion that there is. But end of quote. But I don't know who said that, so I can't give them credit. Um, But love is first in action. And when it is in motion, it has the power to create emotions that will cause a man to give his life for his bride. What are the actions that stir up deep romantic feelings of love? I bet you would like to know that. So um, the actions that stir up deep romantic feelings of love are 
deep respect, respecting your man, showing him respect. A lot of times we don't want to. We feel like, well, that wasn't respectable. Well, I don't want to do that. Or straighten up, then I'll show you respect. No, show him deep respect because he's your husband, because um, he is your man, and he will stand taller. Valuing your spouse, that is love in action that um, stirs up deep feelings of romance inside your husband. He wants to feel valued. Believing in him when he doubts himself. Men have, I mean, they typically are the main breadwitters. They're typically out in the world more than we are. And I'm sure that they run into self-doubt. So we can support our husbands by believing in them when they don't believe in themselves. Honoring him, just honoring him, treating him with honor and love and respect, being kind and considering his desires and needs before your own. A man will in turn give up everything for a woman who treats him like that. So I was recently talking to a woman and she was talking about how her husband wanted her to do such and such with her. And she just didn't want to because that was not her desire. And couldn't he just understand it? And it it was an activity that she could totally do. It's just a matter of being self-sacrificial. And it broke my heart because they're in their older years in life. Like, you know, we're only going to live so old. We're not living on earth forever. And They probably have 10, 15, 20 years max left. I mean, not very many of us live beyond 100. And I thought, oh, this is so sad. He's telling you he wants your company and you are behaving like a child saying, I don't want to do that and sending him off on his own to be lonely. That broke my heart. That broke my heart. So this um, feminine quality of giving sacrificial love and kindness and honor um, is sometimes harder towards a spouse because we take the one we live with for granted. You know, why are we kinder to strangers? I don't know. But many times in many families, people will be kinder to strangers. Some women will get dressed up to go to church or get dressed to go out, but they will never um, put their best foot forward at home with hair and makeup and clothing. So Giving your husband your best and showing him that you want to be with him is a quality that will stir up deep romantic feelings in him for you. Character shows in one's appearance. And, you know, we're all aging. And no matter how many beauty treatments that you do, we just can't fight father time. We just can't fight gravity. It's just happening. So I know that beauty is as beauty does. And... Kindness is more beautiful than a perfect face. So a sour expression will taint the most perfect features over time, but a kind heart will cover flawed features. So as you are kind to your husband, as you um, age and you, um, you grow older with him, understand that he will fall more in love with you regardless of what's happening with your appearance and your body um, if you are honoring him and respecting him and valuing him and finding what he finds interesting, joining him in what he finds interesting. 
and so forth. And you will fall more in love with him too, because it will be reciprocated. We reap what we sow. You roll a stone and it rolls back. It's, it is an ancient proverb and it is a truth that as we give these things, um, they will come back in our relationship. So your feminine power is in your perspective, your, your perspective to nurture and to be empathetic, to be supportive, your ability to create situations that will bond your marriage and your family. Um, your feminine power is in your ability to see your husband and to understand what he enjoys and meet him there and to value him. So friend, I've given you some ideas to think about, and I hope that you will evaluate um, the feminine nature inside of you that possibly needs to be cultivated, uh, the feminine nature that possibly needs to be honed, that needs to be developed um, so that you can have that lifelong, deeply romantic relationship with your husband. Thanks for stopping in. Have a blessed day. Okay, I recently got my colors analyzed and I had no idea that it was would be so freeing. I did not realize there was this whole world out there of colors. My eyes have been opened. It's like this veil has been taken off my face and I can see. <laughs> it's so strange. I did not realize it would be so empowering to know my season and my sub-season and that there is even such a thing as a season and a sub-season for my skin tone and my hair color. I mean, who knew? I did not. But I went with one of my daughters for a mother-daughter date. I look for opportunities to spend time with them. So I jumped in on this one and came out the better for it. It has been so much fun. If you have not had your colors analyzed, Find someone online. I can rec recommend my girl. Wow, I feel so empowered. I cleaned out my closet and got rid of everything that I don't feel beautiful in. And now I understand why I don't feel beautiful in certain outfits and certain colors. I feel empowered and I'm having so much fun. I have fewer items in my closet, but I feel like I have more options because everything harmonizes now. Everything sort of goes together and complements each other. And so I feel less panic when I go in my closet. <laughs> like, what am I going to wear? I have nothing to wear and 5,000 items of clothing. That's not the case anymore. I can have two inches between the hangers um, now and I have more to wear. So I'm loving that. That is actually something I'm loving. I'm having a lot of fun wearing the colors that work for my skin tone. So if you have not done that, I highly recommend you do. Thank you for joining me, my friend, and meet me back here next week in this space. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm Terry Bonin on Instagram. I'm Terry Bonin on Facebook and oh, Terry Bonin on Spotify. <laughs> I happen to be me everywhere I go, and that's a good thing. <laughs>